women's rights in the world. in Madrid. Yes, it's been three years since we've had a conference in person of this size for Marks, and it's beautiful weather here in lovely Madrid, España. This is Michelle Katz, your host of the Women's IP World Annual, and today we have a wonderful guest. I've just met her now, and her name is Katie Oliver, and she is with Albright IP Limited in the UK. Welcome. Thank you very much, Michelle. Lovely to join you. It's, it's lovely to be here, and what a perfect setting. Yeah. Uh, per perfect weather, perfect food, right? Yeah. Company. Yeah. It's Absolutely. really uh, the opening remarks uh, were just yesterday, and it really uh, has started with a bang. Yeah. Absolutely. It's just great to be all back together again after several years out. We've missed this. We've missed this interaction between all of us meeting our friends, meeting new friends, and just sharing IP. It's a fantastic environment to be back part of and in this wonderful city. It's a special time since we are all together in person. So I want you to tell us a little bit about your firm and your practice. That would be wonderful. So Albright IP was founded in 2007 by my husband, Robert Gaines, and we've grown throughout the time and there's now nearly 35 of us in total. Um, we're a full service IP firm uh, specializing in patents and trademarks. On my side I have a team of six people. I'm, I work alongside my co-director Julia House who I've worked with her for many many years. We're a very very strong team at the top and then we're lucky to have attorneys and trainees at different levels coming up behind us. So our strength is in our, in our people. Um, Albright, our, our, our focus is on our team and then the service that we can provide to our clients because of the strength of that team. A lot of us have worked together before and we've just come together to bring that very personal, very proactive service to our clients at a cost-effective price. Being two hours west of London, we have, we have that advantage, but we are very well situated so we can get wherever we need to be very easily. So for us, it's this perfect environment. Do you think the culture of your firm, being very familial, has anything to do with the fact that you're running your practice with your husband? Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's our baby, and it means so much to us. We, we created it, we built it, and then we brought people alongside with us, and that, that is so important. Um, I think our, our, our key strength is, is our people, and it's our approach to our clients and how best we can service them. We want them to come to us and to talk to us, not to be put off by worry of costs and things like that. They've got to be all part of our family, really. So not just your your people, your staff, the other lawyers that you're working with, but also your clients. 
treating them like family. Yes. yes and yes, so yes, your yes. husband started the firm in 2007? Correct. All right. And so at that time, you were working at a different firm, right? Yes. Yes. I was working. Um, I was a partner with one of the, the large firms, excellent firm. Um, and I've, I've been there for a number of years. Um, but around this time, I had our first child, Sophia. And it very quickly became evident that I couldn't continue doing the same long commute every day with a baby. So I had to change. And uh, it, was, it was perfect timing. Rob had set up, and then he also had another partner, Adrian Hooking. They were building the business, uh, but there was that need for trademark expertise. And that's why I stepped in, and the rest is history. Yes, well, you know, I like to call it work life imbalance. Because that's the reality of it, especially for us moms. It is, yep. And yep. so now you have you have two daughters, right? Two daughters now, yes. Uh, Sophia is 14 and Alexandra is 10 now. Lovely names. Thank you. All right, so I know that you're a hardworking attorney, a hardworking mom, and before, we, when we were chatting, you were telling me something I had never heard about before called dressage? Dressage. Okay, yes. so tell us about that and what does that mean? How does that involve you? Okay, well, I have an equestrian background. Uh, from the age of four, I loved to ride horses and ponies. And I competed internationally as a three-day eventer, and I rode for Great Britain in my younger years. Oh, wow. So, but I was a three-day eventer. That's dressage, cross-country, and show jumping. So it's very much an all-round test. So when I'd done my law degree, I decided that it was time to put my equestrianism to become a hobby and focus on the law. So I have the background, the horses are in my blood. So when Sophia started to show interest, then I was really excited. And she's shown that she loves dressage. So dressage is rather like ballet on horseback. And uh, it's the relationship between horse and rider. You have to, to um, complete a series of set movements in, in the dressage test. The test lasts about five or six minutes and it's judged and the judges are looking at harmony between horse and rider, um, suppleness, straightness, the outline of the horse, the position of the rider. So it's very, very technical and uh, Sophia has really grasped the dressage bug and uh, she has just been to Poland as part of the British team that took part in the European Championships for children. 16 years and under, and for ponies, 14 to hands and under. All right, so you got to illustrate this for us. The idea of starting from home, yep. right, and getting yourself, your daughter, and the horse right. to yep. this championship. Yes. What does that look like? It's a very long journey. <laughs> and the preparation, well, the preparation has started years ago. Not, we have to get the horse and the rider as a combination up to the level at the right times but then we also have our support team around us and if we're going to a competition a very important competition the support team comes as well so um, Sophia's trainer comes along too my mother was obviously a great impetus for me she is also behind Sophia's activities so you've got three generations absolutely yes and uh, because I'm, I'm so busy I can't always be with Sophia so that's when my mum comes in and she drives Sophia wherever she needs to go to train. But on the run up to Poland, it really was a team effort. And we set our route. It took us three days to drive there. Um, we had to stop regularly 
for the horses, but also because we have to adhere to the driver regulation rules. So I didn't expect that as a trademark attorney, I would also become a heavy goods vehicle driver. Ah, ah, so, so many certifications you have. Well, exactly. It's a real, <laughs> so many licenses. It's a real string to my bank. <laughs> but we had to purchase a 20 ton lorry. It's 12 meters in length. And so my husband and I, we had to go and get the license. And it was, it was quite funny because I was doing my um, driving exam and the instructor just turned to me and he said, what do you want this for? So I don't think I look like his typical driving test candidate. So I explained to him that I wanted it because I was going to be driving my daughter throughout Europe while she was doing these competitions. He said, I mean, duh, it's massage. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. okay. So you're you're basically going cross country, cross continent, yeah. okay, and yeah. and and with 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 every, I mean, like you can't just you know make a Airbnb appointment. Yeah. You need a special places to stay yeah. Yeah. when yeah. make sure the yeah. horse is healthy, yeah. you know, and warm yeah. enough, and all, I mean, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the horse has got to go for a walk. Yes, no, they ha they have to they have to be fed, watered, exercised. They travel in five star luxury. No, the, the vehicle has air suspension, so they just bounce along. Um, it's all air conditioned. There's fans. It's it's wonderful. It sounds to me if you if I mean if you're a horse, you want to be adopted by the Oliver family. That's yes. what it sounds like. Yes. Okay, they that's live very great. Well. They will they live, live very well. well. Yes. Well, it's fantastic to meet you today, and on behalf of the Women's IP World Annual, uh, thank you so much for your time. Again, I'm. Michelle Katz, uh, founder of the intellectual property law firm Advitum IP out of Chicago. And this is all happening because of Northern's Media, which is located in the UK. And we are back live at Marks 2022 in Madrid, España. And now we are going to be talking with Natalie. Okay, Nat, tell me about your last names, pronounce it for me, because mm -hmm. it's a long one. I'm looking at her at her name tag right now, and it barely fits. Just about. Okay. The full <laughs> name is Natalie Elaine Curtis Glitzenberg Augustine. Oh, we just got a middle name too. Yeah. <laughs> well a, done. A hybrid, a hybrid. A hybrid. I like it. Very, very nice. And um, okay, so what's the origin of your of your name? Okay, so Natalie, given by mom. Mm -hmm. um, Thank Curtis, you, mom. Yes, as a father of my birth. Glitzenberg mm -hmm. is my stepdad by marriage, and Augustine was an acquired surname mm -hmm. by marriage, which I've kept, but he's no longer. Yeah, but the name is is good. It's a good name. It's a good name. Okay, so the name and so the name of your firm then is is Glitzenham. Glitzenhern Augustine. Glitzenhern Augustine and Co. Okay, Glitzlaw. Yeah, and I I like it. It has like a lot of pizzazz. Yeah. And so you're working out of St. Lucia, mm -hmm. but you were born and raised in the U in the UK. And yeah. Also lived in Germany and lived in Moscow. <laughs> yes, I know. A lot of places, <laughs> but it's wonderful. Absolutely. And I'm sure every place you have lived has contributed to who you are today. You're one of the few people who actually noticed that. Yes. Ooh, well, thank you very much. But I do think that you're current destination, I won't say final destination, because who knows what the future holds, but being in St. Lucia, I mean, that's paradise, right? It really is. Is it paradise to live there, or do I just think of, because I think the Caribbean is like a vacation spot, being from Chicago, where it's, you know, tundra for nine months of the year. 
you know, St. Lucia always, it sounds so, uh, so lovely. Uh, I think it's like most places. Um, I don't notice it until, let's say, you come to visit Michelle. <laughs> jump in the car, I'll drive you around. Go, it's really pretty. I'll take you to the hospital. Go, this is really fun. I'll take you on a hike as well. I'm like going, oh, no wonder the visitors love it. But when you live there, you go to work, you sit in your office, you know, you do your nine to five or you know, eight to a hundred or whatever it might be. And then you go home and you realize it's dark outside, you visit the day. So it is paradise, but you've got to take the time to Well, where would you go to vacation then? England, England, yes. No, See your family. No, I mean, I would stay, I'd still stay in the Caribbean, but I like a really small island. The ones we can do so it's needless. Um, Tobago, where there's really nothing going on. Willow, those ones where you just sit and relax and just do Where a large cruise ship couldn't even dock. Oh, I well, well, we might have to talk <laughs> offline about what that might look like. I mean, I'm sure there's some really cool resorts. All right, very very cool. So, tell us about your practice. Is it um, IP boutique? Is it beyond that? Beyond that, it's full service. Okay. Um, living in Saint Lucia, Saint Lucia is an island of 238 square miles with 150. So, it does really meant well for um, specialisms to an extent. So um, you're going to find that we're all full service from practices. What I do is I eliminate certain things. So I go to criminal law, certain things I don't do. And I mean, I can say I specialize, but I wouldn't really call it specialized. It's just a certain practice areas that I like and prefer. So I'll do more. So IP being one of them, um, offshore, intellectual, international financial services being the other one. And then general sort of corporate commercial. I like how you call it offshore. Offshore. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you're talking about offshore type of work, what, is that, what does that look like for those that it's aren't familiar with this? subject right now, you know, where the OECD, the EU, everybody else takes us. Um, most people would have known that from way back when, where they saw people running around with like suitcases full of money and hiding mm -hmm. somewhere in Switzerland or the Cayman. I was going to say Cayman Islands exactly. came to mind, but exactly. yeah, okay. So, so Lucia is one of the, in the Caribbean, one of those last islands to sort of um, join and have legislation. We've been at it for about 20 years now, I think, 20, 22 years. Um, so it, it's a what's that? Mm -hmm. It's a, a, not a mainstay of our, of our, of our um, economy, but it contributes towards it. Um, so it's it's the government would say easy money, so to speak, because they just get a you know a portion of the top of everything. That our right, the interest, right, for for hosting the registration the, fees, mm -hmm. things like that, because it means it's um, a tax. Well, the word that everyone uses is taboo is a tax haven. It's not really a tax haven. That people use for tax efficiency purposes. So. That seems like a, a like 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 <laughs> like a substitute word. You know what I mean? Well, you have to use them. Why not? I mean, we use them all the time, right? The time. This is more diplomatic exactly. to call it. That. Okay, doesn't have a negative as you know connotation. Yeah, no, that's perfectly understandable. Okay, so when you're not running your practice, which is you. And do I'm you have other strong support team? No, yes, lawyers, right. Lawyers. So, so a practitioner with about four, soon to be five support staff that really do everything. That's why I can do it, and the phone's still ticking along. Well, somebody, <laughs> I'm thinking, my somebody's got to work. Yeah, exactly. Right. While we're attending <laughs> sessions, right, and of course we're always responding to emails. You know, oh, office is awake, yeah, you know, and, and your practice is international, right? I mean, you have clients from all over the world. So inevitably, you wake up and you have you have messages that need responding to, right? 
uh, from people who've been awake already. Exactly, the time right. zones. So don't forget the time zones. And that's exactly, that's yeah. precisely what I mean, right? So from California, this side, to the like, you know. <laughs> or Australia, the, side, exactly, yeah. the other extreme. So do you get those calls where sort of go, hi, Michelle, how are you? You go, oh, it's about two in the morning. Oh, I'm so sorry. But since I have you. <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Because, <laughs> do you really? No. Um, some clients, right, they might have my WhatsApp, but my phone is off uh, at yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elderly mother and grandmother, I tend to not want to put it off. Oh, I see, I see, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay, yes. okay. Well, I mean, special exemption for mom and grandma. I mean, exactly. uh, you know, that's a little when different than your... Get that when they get that number, they know it's going to be on. They're like, oh, we've got it now. Oh, they, yeah, and they do. And they do. Okay, so um, while you're running, you know, your practice, and I know that you're a godmother, right? To many. Yeah, yeah, to many. Um, And so I'm sure those little ones keep you busy as you care for them as well. And, you know, being the the cool, the cool godmother that you are. Yeah, the fun (laughs) part. And then give them back. Exactly. Uh, We were talking about this when when we met at the the opening reception. She's dripping. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. That's like outside the scope of this relationship. Yeah. So, so right. And then, so what do you do for fun? Um, I have to travel for one. Um, I do also like to fight. So COVID for me was amazing. It got me off my sofa. It got me outside. We were allowed to go outside. Mm-hmm. And um, I just started moving and found others who do likewise. So places in St. Lucia that were for us undiscovered suddenly became like our little stomping ground. So there were areas I'd never been to. There were rivers we climbed, we, we went to. Mm-hmm. Mountains are climbed the three tallest peaks. And since that, anywhere I go, I try to. Not here. The trade doesn't make it full on. But it's become <laughs> this real right. sort of love of mine. So, which is kind of you didn't join us for the 7 a.m. yoga session oh, no, this morning. That. Yeah, well, next time I'll... Fa- yeah, right. Is that in this hotel? So we actually... It was a, close to a 15-minute walk. Oh, some okay. some uh, took taxis to right, get there, right, but right. I was part of the walking crew. Nice. And we met at a quarter to seven this morning oh, and did yoga for an hour, and it was amazing. But it was one of those things that is t- it's tough, tough. Tough till you're up, up, you know? Right. Up, up. I was in Crete at this woman's workshop, empowerment workshop in um, May, I think, this year. And I signed up for one of those as well, so I know it. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's a neat thing. Yeah. It's a neat thing. Um, so <clears throat> that's fantastic. And I think that that's super, since you live in a warm weather climate, that you can use outdoors as an outlet. I mean, especially during COVID. Yeah. That was a tough thing in, in Chicago. And, uh, you know, you know I've got gaggle yes. that live live in my home and so it, it it when when the weather turned cold like winter is coming then it it was tough right it, it definitely it that was that was difficult to get the everybody exercise it was so good for our mental health so that's wonderful and amazing that you could actually see parts of your you know, like home country. I mean, I've lived there for 26 years, and I finally, finally fall in love with something. Wow, that says something, right? And it took COVID to do that. So it's a a little bright side. I know there's a lot of downsides, but it's great to hear some positive things that have come out of that. So wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was a real pleasure. It goes by really quick. Great. Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I guess I'll send you back into the session. Oh, dear Lord. Can we stay another 10 minutes? I'm <laughs> no, it, was really, it was really, really so fun to get to know you during this conference. Yeah, yeah. And I look forward to our... Yeah, yeah.
Yeah, exactly. Very good. All right, take care. Hi. Yawar Khan is with us now, and I'm really delighted that he can join us today because normally we are just two ships passing in the night at these conferences, oh, and yeah. now we get to actually sit down, sit down and chat for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I mean, we met over 20 years ago when I, when I, when I started practicing, and you were already a, a veteran, yes. a young veteran. Still. Still. <laughs> and still. And so we're always learning, right? We still learn. It's good to see you around. And it's been very nice to have interacted with you over these years. And you've been, you've been galloping the, the, the globe the, the globe with you, the, right? No, on your own, I think. Well, on my own, but we yeah. meet up at You're these very, conferences. Very, very well respected and well known personality now. Thank you. Taking, caring for the pattern of hierarchy. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, I want to, I, I, I know your practice is out of Pakistan. Can you tell us a little bit about the practice? Yes, the Pakistani practice uh, was established in 1949 by my late father, and then we, the sons, three sons, moved forward and expanded it from uh, one one office or one room office to a clogromate in, in, in the IP, as the people say, but we expanded in the region. We were very helpful to the to the Emirates. Uh, to trademark and patent system, and we have now from Pakistan the, the head office where we are stationed for Pakistan. We have regional offices in Dubai, we have in Sharjah, we have an office in Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait, Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Lebanon, and also in Tanzania and Africa and Yemen, and like that, we are in Egypt as well. Wow, and Practicing the local law of those local, countries. Yes. We are just into the IP, and as your possible question to me is about the women in IP, we do employ women in our practice, and we do we do encourage them to be to be a decision taker. Like in my family, the third generation is headed by our our niece, my niece. She is a barrister, and she is sitting in the Dubai office. And this is Maria. Maria, yes. So, Maria. and Maria uh, is a contributor to the Women's IP World yeah, Annual, yeah, and I've had the pleasure of meeting her over Zoom. Oh, well. And she'll be also doing a podcast with us about her recent article, which Wonderful. was excellent. I've, oh, I've already okay. had the opportunity yes, yes. to read it, and yes. so I look forward to, yeah. to that. Uh, you see that you, uh, you, you, you always have met Fatima. She's the manager from our Jordan office. Mm -hmm. And I know yes. Matt Fatima for many years. Many years, yes. So that's very kind. And we do appreciate and we do encourage the women uh, lawyers in the firm and also outside the outside of our practice. Like we meet our associates and our counsels who are women and they are the decision takers. So our our satisfactory level or the, the respect level is tremendous. And they are working with us without any problem. And, and how does partnership work within your firm? Because it, it's a family. It's a family business. Family, yes. um, so how how does that work with? Um, is, is it? Um, well, you explain. Tell tell us how how does so it work in your traditionally firm? Traditionally and historically, we have been a, we have been a family firm, mm -hmm. whereby we have been uh, uh, the major partner and the best shareholder. But now the recent trends, we have hired few females or few men who are associates 
and working like in the patent department or the trademark. That are outside yeah. of the, the Khan family. So they, they bring clients and they get their due share of whatever whatever the encouragement level is. Mm -hmm. Like what you can, I don't want to say the, the commission or like that, but do share and their, their annual in the uh, compensation. compensation is uh, accumulated and they are paid at the end of the year. This goes to the male, this goes to the female. Right. Like in my Dubai office, as we talk, we have uh, many female lady lawyers and lady practitioners who are, in, there are less men over there. In Sharjah office also, we have equal level of men and women. In Pakistan specifically, I mean, if you know among the other countries as well, tell us, but is the the matriculation of women in law schools, I mean, is it increasing? Oh, is yes, it, I mean, tremendous. is it, so is it about 50, 50, 50 no, or they have, is it, they've, over, they've overtaken, yeah. interesting. Our Pakistan Supreme Court has a women, woman judge who was inducted from out of the turn because she was super genius and <laughs> she was married, on the marriage, she was in a higher, higher tier. So in the first attempt, she couldn't make it, but in the second attempt, the Judicial Council all prompted to have her as a judge. So she's a very famous judge in Pakistan because she was working in the High Court also. And as we talk, there are more inductions going to take place in the, in, the, in the High Courts. Our lower judiciary comprises of many female judges, some real genius judges. So they are they're also climbing soon the ladder of fame to become judges in the High Courts. Or in the Supreme Court. In a very prestigious position. Yes. So and women are holding yeah, high, high yeah, positions. Yeah. And also in the law firms, there is a, a proportion which is higher of women lawyers, women associates, women patent attorneys. And is that unique to your firm or do you think that you're seeing that across the no, board? I'm, I'm, and... I'm seeing across the board. Across mm -hmm. the board. But there, there is one little hitch with that. We, in our culture, like in Pakistan or like that, when the, when the girls get married, mm -hmm. they face some post-marital issues like, you know, have their matrimony or like they're, they're having babies. So I my message is to them to, in, to, to always come back. It's a very nice profession where you all, you have to sit back at your desk and do your jobs. Mm -hmm. Or very few of them who are litigators or who do go to the courts for enforcement, it's just one once a, once a week or like that or two times a week they have to go into the field. It's a good office job for the associates and for the female lawyers. Yeah, it is. It's hard to, at least in the States, I found, because, you know, I do litigation, a lot of IP litigation, and it, it was, I felt when I was having children, it was hard to, to, to step out, right, and then to step back in. So it's really so refreshing to hear that that's encouraged oh, in yes, your firm. Oh, of course, of course. Like, like we, we have the same dilemma we faced in the medicine field, mm -hmm. that the, the girls get education for after five, seven years, they specialize, and they are married to somebody who, who is not willing to let them go back to their profession. Mm -hmm. It's a loss of the profession and a loss of talent. So same here in IP field. I think IP is the best field for women all across the world. And as you can see, it's been largely demonstrated and, and observed that in bigger countries, uh, the advanced nations and the progress nations, the key is being holded by the women. They are a contributor to the economics and the, and the, and the all societal advancement. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's my firm belief. Yeah, and I think, we're, I think these conferences are evidence of that, oh, right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we're seeing a lot of women participating in high levels 
um, on the council for Marx, for example, yeah, 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 and uh, since that's where we are, where we are today. But even and, uh, you know, across the board, oh, yes. INTA, INTA and, actor, and yeah, I mean, the list goes on. Yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah. The women, they have, they are, they are what I call, they are the aromas of the society. They are the darlings. <laughs> they are the driving force for a man. And when the magnetic pull is there, which they are. They attract a lot of men, and they and they, we make good decision makers. Good, yes, and they're good, good decision takers, and and the bar excellence across the board is super. This is my observation, mm -hmm. and I'm a women uh, advocate, liberation, liberation <laughs> advocate. Well, advocate. obviously, because your firm is, uh, you know, a contributor to the Women's IP World yeah, Annual. So, much. and on behalf of uh, Northend's Media, we thank you thank very you. much for my your pleasure. for your sponsorship and contribution. That the third generation, the eldest child being a being a daughter, we encourage her to go for a higher education and come back and join the firm. The firm is there. The platform is there. My father used to say yeah. that some of his lawyers were homegrown because oh. my sister and myself joined his practice. Wonderful, yes. When we, event, you know, when we graduated oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. from law school. And, and I end up with a message to the, my fellow colleagues, women uh, uh, lawyers. That this is the profession that you you are well well respected and well protected, and you are, have to travel overseas, many countries. Right, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Well, thank you so my much, Joar. Great speaking much. with you. My pleasure. Well, I'm meeting for the first time our next guest, which is Nick March. He's out of the UK and he works for WebTMS Limited. And I have to say, it's really great meeting you because I've never met anyone from WebTMS. And as it turns out, You're a I'm a client. Yeah, which is great to hear. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So that's super. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what, what WebTMS does? Okay. Yeah, that's great. So WebTMS are basically what you would probably call a docketing system or here in the EU. I think we call that, you know, like a... Uh, intellectual property management system. Uh, basically, put trademark and other IP assets can all be put onto the system. You can look after the deadlines, you can manage all the cases and any related cases to your assets as well, like disputes, you know, oppositions. So any legal case in IP can be stored on the system. You can run any report you want, any diary dates, um, just to help you maintain and keep on top of your, your client's IP rights or your IP rights if you're an in-house lawyer. And I can speak you know, personally, yeah. um, so my, I started my firm in 2012. We're celebrating 10 years this year. Excellent. And my partner and I, we were looking at a bunch of different vendors, to be honest, yeah. to, to, to fit service. that. And yeah, yeah. and we, uh, we, you know, anytime there's been an issue, because I think customer service is super important. We, we've always gotten fat, that. yeah, like fast responses. I mean, not to do you know infomercial, but that was my personal experience, and we've been using you guys ever since we started. Brilliant. So you've been able to grow with us too, because yeah. you know we started as two people, and now we're you know sixteen. So obviously awesome. more users, more you know more bigger bigger docket needed, but you know more entries you with can, more clients. You so. Can just Add on the extra bits you need. It's, yeah, it's really simple. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I found it quite useful and user friendly. How did you get connected with Northern's Media? So I got connected with Northern's Media um, by coming to conferences, uh, and I met I met Carlos, uh, and basically we, we formed a friendship, and 
he's been very persuasive and he's, he's given me some very good deals in the he, past. He is persuasive guy, right? Um, and, you know, it's, it's always great to see a friendly face at the conference and we've continued to work together and, uh, you know, um, I've always got time to, to listen to what deals Carlos has got going on. He's, he's, you know, he comes up with some imaginative ideas and which is, you know, way more interesting than some of the run of the mill. You know, let's just let's just put a one page advert here or something like that. So, yeah, it's always fun. To, he makes to it meaningful. Yeah. Like the way you're getting involved becomes meaningful. Yeah. And I feel like I'm you know, a real part of the process as well. Um, like I said, we've done co-hosted uh, receptions in Inter, so that was that's the biggest thing we've probably done together. Um, and that's very recent. That yeah, was just that in was, DC. That, was that yeah, yeah, this year. Like, uh, Doesn't it? Does right? I keep uh, wanting to say it was last year, yeah, but it was I this say year. It was last year as well. Um, but and that was a huge success. You know, loads of people came through Carlos's network. We had our own WebGMS clients that turned up as well. So yeah, I'm I'm hoping we can we can repeat that again in the future. Isn't it nice as you get to know people at conferences? Now, I typically think of that as, you know, lawyer to lawyer. But when you're in the exhibit hall, you inevitably yeah. meet other people who are exhibiting. There's, there's so, a lot of relationships going on that people And they develop. No, I, I think you're right. I think yeah. we are not aware of yeah. the other relationships, the other business relationships that are being developed being at the same. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. And nurtured as well, you know. Yeah, because you get to see each other now that we're back in person. Yeah. Yeah. That that connection can grow stronger than you as you as you meet at the you know we're here at Marks and then back at Inta. Uh, off to uh, IP Service World where we'll, we'll also bump into each other again and uh, you know have some more discussions. Oh, he's got a he's got a full roster of places that he and his team need to be this this year yeah. and moving forward. From what I can tell, it seems like this is like conference one of. 12 or something this year, something like that. Well, quite a few. Yeah, yeah I mean, we're back in it, so. Yeah, yeah. So and here happy we are. to be back in it, you know, after those virtual conferences, which were a little bit hit and miss. Yeah, how was that for you, at, you know, being in an exhibit hall? I, you know, I don't, it, it, was it well attended during these virtual conferences? Well, we don't hear about, we don't talk about that too much. I, what was that like? So, well, um, you know, we don't want to name names, and I'm going to cut this out. No. <laughs> Okay, so let me put it this way. Some were better than others. Uh, we only attended two of the ones that we would usually do. Uh, one of them had a very interesting format, and it was fun to be a part of. You, you had your own avatar, and you walked around a 3D world, and when you got closer to people, you could hear them talking. When you moved further away, you, you, know, you couldn't. So it was, as, it was as immersive as it could be in the digital world, um, as a remote conference could be. And then there were others uh, that were a bit more like, here's a space that you can, this is, this is your booth space, your virtual booth space, but it's, there's no traffic, it's just like a flat screen, and you've got sort of an announcement that there were people there, and it would list the names, and it was, you felt very divorced from the whole experience. Um, that's, that was my, that, that's been no, my yeah. experience. And so interesting, though, that some really, really tried to help yeah. enable connection. I, I think those people went out on a limb and I think it paid off. Well, that's great. That's great. But luckily, we don't have to do that anymore. At no, least not, a, not, not now. We, I work from home enough. I don't need to, to do conferences from home, that's for sure. Understood. Yeah, I hear you on that. Yeah, so what's what's the, the, the female makeup of WebTMS? Uh, well, actually, funny you should mention that because we're, we're a privately uh, owned company, you know, and the three of the, we have three directors, two of them, two of them are both women. Um, so yeah, the, 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 the management is made up of predominantly women, um, at the top level, at the director level, uh, and then throughout the departments, you know, we've got, 
yeah, there's a, there's a, I mean, most of our staff are tech staff. And now, traditionally, that's, uh, I would say that was a more male-dominated uh, industry. Uh, hopefully that's changing. I think it is changing. Um, so a lot of those those members of staff, they are still male, but, you know, we've got uh, in the sales team, so working with me, um, you know, I've got Samantha, she's worked with me. It's, uh, I should say it's Rita and Breed, who are the directors, and I've got Samantha who works with me on the sales, and Kasia, she's also working, uh, supporting us in the sales team. Um, and then also in the uh, accounts department, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a really good mix. Wonderful, great to hear, and, and you know, hope to see you yeah, moving well, now, forward at more conferences now, now that know, we've met. Know your face and your name, mm -hmm. uh, I'll be sure to say hello. And that your relationship with Northens Media and the women's IP world uh, grows. Absolutely, yeah, I'm, I'm sure it will. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you to all of our guests who are, have been uh, giving up their time. And we are headed back into session. And we're live Marks 2022 in Madrid. And it's been a great conference. And we look forward to seeing everybody soon. This is Michelle Katz, your host for the Women's IP World Annual, founding partner of Avidum IP out of Chicago. Thank you so much. Women's IP World. You have been listening to the Women's IP World Annual Podcast, hosted by Michelle Katz from Advitum IP in Chicago, on behalf of Northern's Media PR and Marketing Limited.